listening to Get Real KC with Jen and Eric. Kansas City's consumer-facing real estate podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Get Real KC, where we are overflowing with a passion for all things real estate. I'm Eric Jurgensen. And I'm Jen Justice. And man, are we so excited today. Today, we have sitting here right with us in person in the studio, the owners of HitchFit, which is a global online personal training program. Like, they're pioneers in the industry. They've been doing this for well over a decade. They have two gyms locally here in Kansas City. And they also run a faith and fitness retreat company. Diana and Micah Lassert. Thank you guys so much for being here. I mean, first off, that intro was amazing. That's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah, thank you for having yeah, us. Yeah, thank you for having us. Oh, no, it's 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 absolutely our pleasure. Uh, you know, it was funny when uh, Jen said, hey, I've met this really wonderful couple, and we I think they'd be really great to be on our podcast. And I said, great, you know, tell me a little bit about them. And they said, well, just look them up. And I did, and uh, I, I, I got confused. I'm like, I don't... Um, they are. They have a wonderful business. It looks like, and they're into fitness. Number one, why are they going to hang out with me? I've got a body built for radio. And uh, number two, you know, I just I didn't see the correlation. And she goes, "Well, just keep looking." So I did, and I, I uh, read some stuff you guys have done. I've listened to podcasts you've been on, and everything. And man, you know, as we discussed earlier, I I just I just really saw how like minded we are about helping people, and uh, so I just. I want to start out just really talking about you guys, uh, how you help people, how important that is to you, because that's incredibly important to our business as well. So uh, one or both of you chime in and tell everybody about what you do, what your passions are, and 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 how people are benefiting from that. Well, I'll start. I, I mean, the, the, the passion for HitchFit started for me personally because I went through my own transformation journey several years ago, and I was do, making really unhealthy habits for myself. I was, I, was, I was eating a lot of bad food. I just wasn't taking care of myself personally, and I had gained 50 pounds, and I, I just didn't feel well. And so I had this moment. It was, in, it was actually in 2005. I had this moment where I woke up, and I was so sick and tired of this, uh, the excuses that I was using holding me back from what I wanted to do. I wanted to be healthy and fit and I wanted to do these things in the fitness industry, but I was making all of these excuses and my actions didn't line up with with my dreams and goals for myself. So I, it was that day I literally changed everything and it was, it was July 5th, 2005. I call it my independence day because it's the day that everything changed. I started, uh, changed my mindset. I had to learn the actions that I needed to take to get where I wanted to be physically. And then for me, that changed everything. It, it allowed me to really get into the fitness industry and help other people. It's how I met Micah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's how Hitch. <laughs> There's the party. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good story. story. So that's where it started. And for me, I just want people to experience what I experienced. I know what it's like to live on that side where I'm making unhealthy choices versus making the healthy choices and living the more disciplined lifestyle that has just given me so much freedom. And so with HitchFit, we get to take people through transformation. That's the heart of HitchFit. We've helped thousands and thousands of people, over 600,000 pounds of fat loss since we started for, with, with clients in 81 countries. And I want people to experience that same freedom that I did. So that's where the heart of it starts for me. And Eric knows Brandy. 
because Brandy does all of our stuff. Um, and I've known Brandy for a long time because our Brandy. husbands are both police officers. That's actually how we're connected. But Brandy went through Hitch Fit as well. Ah. And I think she might have seen my, because I did uh, bodybuilding and figure for a while. And then she was like, Jen, tell me about this. And then she connected mm. with you all. And I mean, so, so many different connections in this room. And how this conversation started was you put something on about wanting to do so many podcasts. And so we really... You know, we have a heart of service, number one. All of us in this room have a heart of service. And so we wanted to connect that for the health for, you know, the people in this industry, the our clients, all of the pieces. And, and you brought in some of the pieces, how you can help with the different real estate stuff. So that is why we were like, we've got to do this. Yeah. You know, we, we get the opportunity to work with so many people um, in so many different fields. And real estate, like a lot of other positions, it's high stress. And it, it so is buying a home or selling a home. Yeah, so for our clients, yeah, yeah. that is also high stress. Yeah, I mean, it is. Yep. It's, a, it's a process. We've gone through that process multiple times. We understand the, the fear of potentially losing the house and everything that comes with that and, and juggling your jobs and everything else that's going on. And so we have connected, you know, essentially the body and getting healthy with essentially being a level of protection during times that storms come. And that's essentially what we do in our dailies. That's an amazing way to put it. You know, I, uh, uh, I I get to play the devil's advocate a lot in this room right now because uh, you all uh, have uh, are, are noticeably fit, and um, and so I get to be the 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 doubter, right? At least uh, the uh, devil's advocate doubter. Um, one of the things that I would think happened, one of the things I really enjoyed about looking into what you guys do is um, you you deal with certain realities that people have. Uh, and I was going to ask you in a minute, uh, but but I'll uh, you know what I'll digress for a minute. You, you mentioned that moment of July fifth, I think it was two thousand five. If I I didn't get that written down, but that's a that's a that's what addicts would call a rock bottom moment. Right. And so is that pretty common for people that engage with you that they've gotten to? I'm at uh, they're near or at their rock bottom moment health wise. I would say that is a, a, a big percentage. Yes, I would say. And maybe it's not even rock bottom, but it's like the worst that they've ever that they've ever felt. Now, we have people that come to us that want to get from good to great. But there is a big percentage of people that it's like. I can't keep living like this, you know, and if we want to talk about like realtors, um, like he mentioned, we've worked with so many of them and repeatedly it's been like, I am so stressed. I am so busy. I am so like, I don't have energy and I want to be able to produce. And it's like, when you flip that mindset and put your health first, I've literally had realtors that I've worked with that doubled their production the next year when they put their health as the main priority. And so it's, it's such a game changer, but they had to get to that moment of like something's something's got to give you know yeah it's funny you say that and I don't remember dates and I really am fascinated with the way that you guys connect dates because I'm just not that detail oriented but it's funny you say that because I remember for me um when I got a personal trainer when I started doing that was before my brother's wedding and his uh ex-wife now unfortunately but said hey I want you to be uh my matron of honor and for me, what clicked in my brain was those pictures are going to be around forever and I'm not going to be in those pictures looking like this. And so it's like stair climber, cardio, like, you know, getting on that. And then once I got on that train, 
I have, I've honestly never turned back. Yeah. Like that was a long time ago now, like 17, 18 years ago. Yeah. And I just never turned back from that. And that's cru- like, that's crucial. The people that succeed for the long term, it's, it's when it clicks up here. Cause it's been 18 years for me too. And we've seen a lot of people, they lose weight, they regain it, they lose it, regain it. If this doesn't change, if your mind doesn't change, then it's not going to be long term. But when you actually have that click in your brain and it's that aha moment and then it's like, no, I literally never want to go back to feeling like that again. That, those are the people that we see years and years later and they're still living it. And still that successful. an autoimmune keeps me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, thank you. I don't like living in the hospital. Yeah. That's not a good place for me. Yeah. So. You know, one other thing, too, about rock bottom, I made a very passionate video about hitting rock bottom and not waiting till rock bottom, because sometimes it's irreversible. You can't get out of the rock bottom and it's the end of your life. Um, What we've seen is, is men typically hit rock bottom at a higher pace than women, because women are more preventive in nature, whereas men, we have this like Superman syndrome that and we don't go to the doctors often. We're not doing the things that we need to do from a preventative standpoint. And so a lot of the people we see coming in, I mean, I would say it's a higher likelihood that the man has hit a rock bottom. I'm sitting in front of these guys. Rob Elsie is one of them that we both know. And and I mean, he literally almost died a month before I saw him. Oh my gosh, I didn't even know that part. And I had to I mean, I I was really brutal with him that day and i said you know like you are going to die you gotta like you're the you're the fat funny guy and i literally said that i said but you're not going to be alive in two to three years you're and your wife didn't sign up for this and he knew me as man i love micah everything else (laughs) and he left that gym like who the heck was that guy right yeah tough love and that's literally what changed his life and we lost 115 pounds wow so cool. That's that's pretty incredible. I um, to the it's two things. One struck me is is you guys talk a lot about weight loss, mm. but to me that was like okay, that's reality here because the vast majority of people that's that's not health, right? But w- anybody who really studies science knows that that's not health. Yet it's the measure of health in our society, and so uh, I who can definitely stand to lose some weight, losing weight technically isn't healthy. But it, it is an indicator of health, and it's certainly how society judges people. So it, it's, it will help with mental health as well. Uh, but to me, to, that was like, uh, you know, I have a, a background in history where I've done a lot of gym work. Uh, again, not necessarily showing off today, but uh, gyms are intimidating. Uh, intimidation, I think, is what they call it or something like that. And, and to be honest, when you're not fit, Right. When you are overweight, when you are having health issues um, and, and you're not fit, fit people are intimidating. And so the fact that you yes, guys, Micah, you're intimidating. Well, you Diana, are. you're no, intimidating. No, I mean, I, 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 I actually love I'm you. six. I'm six foot three. And uh, <laughs> even though I'm not, you know, a rock or anything, I also I weigh about three bills. I'm intimidating because I'm so large. Uh, so there are just parts of, you know, Jen can be intimidating because she's very direct and honest, which is, is I love. And most- I know. I really, I have to say this. I do. Men that will not meet with me face to face when they are way bigger than me, when they're like not scheduling meetings with me. And I'm like, this adult male is not scheduling a meeting with me face to face because he's a chicken. I have to laugh so hard because I am all like, heck yeah, 130 <laughs> pounds and like 5'2 and I'm like. 
I just laugh at it so hey, man, hard. You're high confidence yeah. and you got energy. That's yeah, like scary it. to some people. Oh, I like it. <laughs> yeah, me too. But what I was going to draw back to was the realism. I mean, I started looking at sort of, and I'll get this wrong, so I apologize, but the generalities of process for you guys, which is to discuss mm. uh, eating habits, health concerns, all, you know, uh, all of these kinds of things to truly get an idea of who this person is as we craft a, uh, I'm assuming you craft then a program for them uh, and, and help them with that. And, and that's so much more realistic than even when I was fit and in shape, the, the kinds of environments I would go into where, you know, all right, uh, you know, do 73 bench presses, you know, and, and then you're going to be fine and just tough your way through it. And this is so much more of a process. So I was really excited about that with you guys to be able to say, uh, yeah, that's great. So, so, so tell me about that, because we're going to have listeners out there that are going to be like, oh, you know, I, that's that's for other people. They've got better genetics or, you know, that time has passed in my life or any of those kinds of things. Am I hitting the nail on the head? Are they? Is this what you're doing? Yes. I literally just wrote a post on Facebook today about that. When we hit 40, 50, 60 above, we start making age as an excuse. But it's like one of the biggest lies we're ever told. The issue is, is after a specific age, we stop making good choices. And then the body ends up declining. We have clients in their 60s, 70s, 80s, and we right now have a 90-year-old going through transformation. It is all about the choices that we're making on a daily basis. And what we do within HitchFit that's specific is we take every walk of life, regardless of where they're at, in their journey. So it can be someone that has never worked out a day in their life, has never been fit. Um, we've taken grandmas and totally transformed them into hidden bucket list items of stepping on stage to that level. Um, and what I'll tell you is, is we go in and we start with the mind first. And we, we have to transform their mind. And that, you know, I always tell people, my, my greatest gift is not tra training clients, it's brainwashing people into believing in themselves. <laughs> attitude, and, attitude, and, attitude. You know, and, and eventually when they start looking in the mirror at themselves, they believe it too. And that is just lifting someone up to, to a place. I, I'm a huge visualization person. And so I'll create nicknames for people before they even get there. For Rob, for instance, I called him Ripped Rob when he was 50% body fat. And he started believing it. And every day, I'm going to be Ripped Rob. I'm going to be Ripped Rob. It's not all about scale. We look at composition. We look at, you know, we want to make sure their blood work is good. Right. All of that as well. But we're going in and teaching them how to eat, making a good relationship with food, your workouts on what to do. This isn't high-end bodybuilding. This is like literally just... Hey, I want to live a fuller life. If I want to go climb that mountain, I can. If if I, you know, I can park at the the end of the parking lot and not have to think about how much work that is to get to the door. Those sorts of things, just day-to-day -day life being easier. All right. Before we transition, if that's the right word, or maybe meld into some real estate topics. I, I do want to talk about, Diana, the new book you put out last month. Um, 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 like today. Yes. I was so excited when I saw well. that you were going to be on. And then I know this is dropping later, so the podcast yeah. will be out later. But I mean, yeah. this to me was like... You, it's, She's destroying it's, the movie magic. <laughs> I'll shut up. No, go ahead. Go ahead. It was singing my heart song. We're live. Mm -hmm. We're live. <laughs> That's all. It was singing my heart song a little yeah. bit. I was so, just like, this yeah. is so right. just 
to destroy the magic, we don't tape these the day they go out. Everybody that listens knows that. And so uh, it's going to be new to somebody. Yeah, it's true. That's yeah. right. Thank and you. So the book, Business of Your Body, uh, came out today. When you're listening to the podcast, it'd be about a month, a month and a half ago. Uh, well, and, and it was you, you, yesterday, actually. Yeah. Uh, uh, August 30th. So. Tell us a little bit about the book and your writing journey and who should be reading this and what they should be expecting to get out of it. Yeah, Business of Your Body, the concept of this actually came for me about eight years ago when uh, I'm, I'm part of the Kansas City Business Journal's Women Who Mean Business group, and I'm a class of 2015. And, and when I got into there, I, I'd worked with a, a significant amount of business women prior to that, but in that community of women, I just had the opportunity to start working with more and more just high-level, like, baller women who were just doing all of these things extremely successful in their businesses top level executives and CEOs and entrepreneurs and leaders but as what is common in that world is that you're you're doing all of these things within your business to make it successful and in the meantime you're putting your health on the back burner and you're taking care of everybody else and a lot of these women are you know it's the business they've got families they've got all of these things so they've just you know the health or exercise or eating healthy has just literally gone to the back burner but they're pushing themselves and pushing themselves and wanting their brains and their bodies to perform at these high levels but when you're not taking care of your body then things start to catch up with you and then it's high stress and it's burnout and it's no energy and then for for men and women women especially it's like getting to the point where I don't even recognize myself in the mirror anymore I walk into my closet and I've got to go to a business meeting but nothing fits and that's a source of stress so I started seeing these patterns and I was like okay, they are so successful in their businesses, so they actually have, and, and this is men and women, I just mostly work with women, but they have all of these skills and all of these traits that it, that these are the exact same disciplines that it takes to have, have a high level of a success in your physical body too. So it's not that they don't know what those tools are, they're just not applying them to their physical body too. And so business of your body was like, I was like, how can I get people to, especially these high level people to see if you would switch that priority and take care of your body body, which also means taking care of your mind. Because weight loss, like what you were just saying, is, is just a byproduct of taking care of your health and fitness. And, and it is a positive thing when it's done in the right way. But when you start eating better and you start exercising, it's a byproduct of that. But it also impacts our brains, which has an impact on our creativity and our focus, mental health, our stress levels. So there's all of these things that if you actually switch the priority and you put your health and fitness first, it's not only going to have a positive impact on you personally, it's going to have an impact on you professionally. There's all these studies that men and women who actually take care of their health, they actually make more money. Like it's, it's, so it's, it's kind of like, it's not that you can't make money when you're unhealthy, but when you are healthier and you have have more energy and you have more creativity and you have more focus and you have the ability emotionally to handle things better, you are going to be more productive in every aspect of life. So that's where it came from. So the book is for leaders. It is for entrepreneurs. It is for um, CEOs and top executives. And and this is something that I go into businesses and, and share as a workshop or as a, as a speaking presentation too, because it's like, it's such a population that they, are, they want to be so successful. But if they just would shift those things, they literally would have even higher level of success. How many people do you think don't correlate that? Oh, many. Because they, it's like seventy five percent is what came to my brain. Maybe, 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 more. Yeah. maybe more. Yeah, and it's entrepreneurs and like and realtors are. I mean, that's oh yeah, basically Realtors, entrepreneurs. You know? We we try, but I mean, it, it's here's it's and here's lane. where else my brain goes when you talk about that is 
so many of these events tie in alcohol, food, sure. and everything else. And so for me, in a, a long time ago, I just, I quit drinking and, you know, this is just the way I function my life. But a lot of people don't even know that about me, that I don't drink because what I do is I go in and I order uh, a soda with a lime or a soda with a lemon and I just grab that drink and then I look to see if there's anything I can eat on the table and if there is, great. And if there's not, I pass it up. But I also have like a stash of nuts in my bag so that I'm not feeling deprived because, you know, and so it's just that planning piece of it or whatever. But it does become habit because I conference. I do all the things. I go to all the happy hours, but it's just become a habit for me. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, I, that's a good point because I was thinking about that. I, you know, before real estate, I spent uh, well over 20 years in corporate America. And uh, um now, when we do those things, like, you know, not to the level of discipline uh, that would probably be most beneficial to me, but, I mean, Jen can attest to, uh, I also, uh, maybe because of age and, you know, working on health a little bit, the uh, I, I don't eliminate those things, but I restrict them. Now, I do that sometimes for health reasons and sometimes just for professionalism, right? How many times have we been to a conference there's been an alcohol event and somebody has just done something silly or dumb, mm. right? And, and uh, I remember it. Oh, she's sober, yeah. so she she's remembers sober. it. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty funny. We go places and, and it'll be like, uh, you know, you'll, maybe you'll get drink tickets or something and Jen will immediately hand me hers and then I still don't use them, right? I mean, I just, I'll have a drink or two. So that discipline, uh, which wherever it comes from, I think is harder for the people that are in those environments all the time. Those, uh, we're going to, you know, we'll bring liquor to the event so that people can get relaxed and they'll talk to us about sales or whatever it is. And so I just spent a lot of years in IT going to a lot of conferences and liquor was a was a big thing. So. And it's probably just a balance, right? And I'm sure you guys address that in a lot of uh, things cuz I'm not like saying, "Hey, I, for me it's just I I don't it's an autoimmune thing. I don't want to drink. I don't want to trigger my system. That's just not something I'm willing to sacrifice or even willing to play with but for a lot of people i'm sure it's just a balance right like so i pick and i remember back in the day before i did stop drinking my trainers like you gotta pick your one day and your two drinks that's it you gotta pick your one day and your two drinks and that's all you get that's it and so i was like oh man i can't have a glass of wine every night what's this about right and but you can't you pick your priority yeah, and, and it really is. It's just determining what's the most important thing to you. And, and you know, it's it's not like if you want to have a glass of wine or something like that, that's different than sitting there and drinking a lot all night. But it, but it's but also if you want to that's not your drink, it's like, but yeah, and it's like we go to a lot of events too, and I don't feel like I, I, I don't personally feel like I have to to drink to to have great conversations and to do these things. I really don't, I don't think that you even need that. And the thing is like if you, if you, again it's just a personal choice of what are the things that you want the most do you want to wake up in the morning and feel good uh, you know so it's like but it's i just want to wake up in the morning yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's right now that's Starting my goal in the i'd like to wake place. up tomorrow i got yeah. a new day yeah there's a sacrifice mindset that we kind of have to tackle a lot too because a lot of people think that oh if i don't get to drink like everybody else is doing it and i don't want to miss out and or it, even with eating it's like oh i'm i you know i don't want to eat healthy because then i'm missing out on eating eating these other things and I just think of it when I had my mindset change I switched it of like if I continue with the eating and the drinking that sets me back 
all the other things I'm missing out on. I am missing out on waking up in the morning and being my most creative and having my most successful business and feeling my best and being able to show up at, at a 10 in everything that I'm doing. So I don't see the sacrifices saying, I don't get to drink this or I don't get to eat this. I see the sacrifices. If I choose this, I give up this other this other stuff. It's funny you talk about the sacrifice mindset, and I don't think we've ever put it that way in terms of home ownership. But frequently when we're talking to our buyers or sellers, a there's minute. a this is a real estate podcast? I'm so confused. Go. <laughs> well, and bringing it, tying it back in, right? So it's the trade-off for everything. But you guys know you've been through the process. But when you're going to buy a home, there are things that you pump the brakes on because you can't spend that money out of your bank account. Or if I spend this money, then I can't have the new blinds mm-hmm. in my house. Or if I spend this money, I can't have you know my down payment or whatever. And so it's like, do you want to commit yourself to this sacrifice mindset so that you can live out your dream in this new home. And the same principles. Mm, yeah. exactly. yep. Sure same enough, principles. we're seeing some correlations. So mm. let's let's do some mesh here. Let's, let's do, mesh let's, it let's up. Let's, let's mesh, mesh this. Well, and and so, you know, I got to ask, were you, were you surprised when we said, hey, would you come on a real estate podcast? You know, we've done some really interesting podcasts. We had an aviation guy that, that had us on his, uh, Timothy Wade, and he wanted us to just talk to pilots. And everyone within, and not only they the gotta pilots, have but, health. but but yeah, but but everyone within the whole aviation platform, right? And it was a really interesting. But he was like, I understand the connection, and this translates to all fields. It does. Like if I can get into somebody's life and teach them how to eat, and they follow it and work out, I will literally make you better at everything you do. Yeah, and like he said, it, we've worked with so many. I work with realtors right now, and it's like I, we've worked with so many of them over mm-hmm. the years, and it's like when they make that switch, like they literally are just far more productive in everything that they're doing. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you certainly don't have to sell me having been uh, healthy in life and then not so healthy in life. I, I know when I'm most productive, feel better, whatever. Um, but you've got to be running across people, clients who who have never had some of the experiences that I've had or that obviously the three of you have had in terms of a fitness experience. So they get to a point where they're like, you know, and this is where I think there's a correlation. We get to a lot of first-time home buyers. I want to buy a house, right? I, I want my own. I know this is a goal I want. So you've got people like, I want to lose weight. I want to get in shape. I want to be able to, to walk the mountain trails. with. I want to be able to get on the floor with my grandchildren, whatever it is but they just have no idea what it could possibly take to get there because they're listening to, you know, three sentences on social media or, you know, whatever. I mean, I'm assuming you have clients like that. So our world is, uh, it's such a frustrating broken record that we have to do over and over and over again. And our world is not a clean slate. Our world is, is going in and deconstructing the entire situation of how they think about, Everything to oh, do with Oh, you mean like health. financial literacy? Correct. <laughs> oh, we get that. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's and different, so but the same. We got we to gotta yeah. reteach the exact same way and go, I'm really sorry that you spent that much money and that much time and you failed. Now you're going to be taught the right way. And, and sometimes that's not super sexy because sometimes the truth isn't. And sometimes people get bored with the truth because they want it fast. They want it yep. quick. They want it oh, whatnot. Yeah. So hard and the, the reality of the situation is yeah. it's not easy all the time. It, it doesn't it's happen just like easy, that. It's never easy, Micah. Come it's on. It's not, but it's worth it. That's right. 
It's worth it. Yeah. I mean, do it, hard things. That's yes, what I have above my things. ear. Yeah. It says do hard things. Do hard things yes. and do all the things. Yeah. We, we yeah. see the correlation, right? And a lot of times for us, it's people uh, being financially responsible, mm-hmm. right? Giving that short-term sacrifice for that long-term gain, changing their mindset a little bit about how they spend money and what's important to them. And that's where I saw, we started to see a ton of correlation about how we try to help Right, uh, you know our clients, who uh, probably inevitably, although with as many as you have, not all of them can be your friends. Uh, but you know, you you establish these relationships with these people, and you go, okay, I want to help you, and uh, and for us, it's like you know, we'll be happy to take a look. You're not, you know, okay, you can't do this, but you really want to, and so we'll take the time, and we also have uh, lenders that we love working with that will also take the time to work with them over three months, six months, a year, two years, as they get their fiscal house in order mm-hmm. so that they can buy an actual house, right? So I I, th- I started to see that correlation because that's obviously the way you guys have to deal with people that have, um, for lack of a better term, it's probably an unfair one, let themselves go or gotten to themselves physically where uh, the starting line is not, you know, um, uh, maxing out bench presses at the gym. That's not the starting line. Well, and similarly, we have the, you know, I have the rental side of the portfolio too, where we meet you where you are in your real estate journey. And if that's stepping into learning how to fill out an application to rent a property and then teaching you from there where we go, that's where we meet you. And I've had lots of people that I've had the pleasure of renting the home to, and sometimes I can end up selling it to them, which is one of the best feelings, honestly, in my world is like, I can get you into this home and sell it to you and and move on from there. And sometimes I don't want to sell that home, but we find you another one. And this is what it's going to take. And I'm trying to teach you along the way, like, hey, I'm going to fix this for you because I'm your property provider. But if you owned this home, this is something that you would fix and here's how much it costs. And I just teach them as they go. And I think a lot of people just, eh, that, you know, doesn't happen. That's so great because it just makes me think of like renting. It's like, are you going to rent or are you going to, are you going to buy this long term? You know, and that's kind of like, I think of like, you know, if it's, and not that it's there's nothing wrong with renting. <laughs> Everybody's got to start somewhere. That, you, renting, like, renting is like getting ready for a wedding. The, it makes me think of like you renting, think? renting, and then and then buying is staying fit after that wedding. What, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is the rental period is like maybe you get in, you're getting some good habits established, but mm-hmm. to buy the home that mm-hmm. is now like it's like an identity change. You're a homeowner now. You go from a renter to a buyer. Now you are a homeowner, and that just ties back to identity and identity with someone like I am a fit and healthy person you know it's it's a solid identity that gets established well and some people can't automatically just right off the bat buy whether it's down payment issues or whatever because you can typically get into a rental but the one thing that we have within our brokerage is I have a lot of single family homes that I rent so I don't have I don't even own any apartments anymore I used to but that's a completely different mindset when somebody steps up to renting a house because you mow your own lawn and you (laughs) remove your own snow which in an apartment you don't do that so step one we get you into that and then you see what that looks like and then we talk about some maintenance items that a home requires because in apartments they do those sometimes so it's just a progression and I really love to see that progression and it's a reason that I have the business the way that I do is just because I'm passionate about that and seeing people stair-step their journey because change is hard 
And so this is one way that we can do that. And, and we talk about it a lot with our different networking events is that's one way that we're very different from a lot of real estate brokerages is we have all solutions for real estate journeys, which is so exciting because we get to see it all and help people understand it. Because I think real estate is probably one of the most misunderstood, probably like fitness too, though. I don't want to short sell that, but it's very different um, than so many other things. And frequently people's most, um, it's their biggest financial asset and they don't understand it. Yep. So we just really have a heart to help them understand. Yeah. It seems like all of us in the same room have this same common characteristics of we care about people. We're passionate. We want to educate them and we essentially want to help them reach their goal. And have a great journey, like, and really, and have a great journey through that too, you know? Yeah. And so, uh, uh, just, uh, this is not pre-planned, so we'll see how well this goes, right? Uh, give me some adjectives or uh, some uh, titles um, that you would give yourself on a broad scale. So, like, for example, um, you know, I'll throw one out that'll be pretty easy, which would be, like, coach, mm-hmm. right? What are some other, like, roles like that you feel like you're taking? And I suspect mm-hmm. we're going to find a lot of correlation with the ones that Jen and I frequently use on the podcast about what we do. Therapist. <laughs> Therapist. Uh, mentoring. Yeah. yeah. Definitely mentoring. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I mean, leaders, we're, we're educators, we're, we're teachers, Friend. we're friends. Yeah, it's like sometimes you just got to take someone's hand and take them on the journey, but we also have to be uh, a truth teller to them too. And yeah. Transparent? Transparent, mm-hmm. yeah. One of my yeah. favorites, and yeah. you, you guys, I'm the only hardcore geek in the room, so I get I'm the only one who thinks like I'm this. I'm pretty geeky, man. Right. I, I play games. I, I still play video games. Oh, like hardcore. Right. Oh, you guys will have to talk yes. after. Yes. Yeah. I'm not a gamer. <laughs> Go upstairs for my gaming computer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, no, no. We can't stay all night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, uh, I was in the tech world, so I also like to use the term project manager, mm. right? And surely you guys have to do that as well, right? Because you, you're managing a variety of facets of the journey, in your case, the transformation. Uh, and it's not just, did you do your gym workout today or whatever you mm-hmm. have them do? You know, what I like to think of is like we take people in their lives, we take them from a place of chaos to a place of order. Mm. And that's oh, really so that's really what we are doing at the at the end of the day is we're helping them to create order from from how chaotic things feel in their life. And it's funny. I mean, we feel like we do much the same thing in their housing journey. Mm-hmm. And as much as you can extol uh, the benefits of being physically fit and the, and, and the mental side that goes with it, we feel the same thing about housing, right? We know that housing provides the largest singular platform for generational wealth in America. We know that people who own their own homes have have pride and they have uh, a, a sense of responsibility and they become more active in their communities and all of these things we know. And so this is when people say, well, why in the world did you have Micah and Diana on? Well, this is Because they're awesome. <laughs> yeah. oh. well, beyond that, right? That's why. You guys are I awesome. think foundationally, it's those, those principles are the same, whether it's your financial health mm-hmm. or your physical health it's it's it, you know getting to that place of ownership or whatever that level of success is it's the principles are always the same so so to dive really into real estate you guys have a, a, your own real estate story right <laughs> do you want to share the story 
Yeah. So, yeah, when we first started Hitch Fit, we actually lived in an attic. And, I mean, literally, we lived in an attic with a, you know, a friend that was let like when I met Micah, he didn't have any, you know, we I didn't I was like, "Oh, he's he's got a lot of money. I'm going to hang out with him." He had we had nothing. He's like, "Hey, come <laughs> come to Kansas City and live in the attic." And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> oh, this must be a palatial <laughs> attic, cool. cool, right? Yeah. <laughs> but when we started Hitch Fit, we we I didn't even have a car. We could walk to the gym. We were really close to our downtown location and we lived in the attic for the first 2 years and we saved we didn't go out. We played Zelda. Mm-hmm. That was our date night. Oh, <laughs> I do like you guys. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, because it was a Twilight cheap, Princess. Twilight Princess. There you go. And, and we saved and we worked and we worked and we worked because we, but we, we had an amazing time. I won't say the attic time was a bad time. We had a great time. And, and then we were able to, we had our first apartment and then our first home by was 2011 mm-hmm. we bought our first it was a town home in downtown and you know that was a big step for us like we went from the attic to the town home within oh like three years so it was but we had saved and we had you know paid off debt so the credit was really good and, and we were able to take that step and the cool part of that story is then we kept grinding and our home that we're in now was a house that when we lived in the attic and anytime we drove to the airport we would drive by and we'd see this home like up on the hill and we were like that's our dream home and we would literally say during attic days it's so nice those people are living in our house and taking care of it <laughs> and we said that and then in 2014 you know we had been we had been grinding we'd been doing really well god was really blessing us like we had we've been very faithful with you know making sure we're giving back and that and the opportunity came up that house came for sale and micah was like our house is for sale and i was like what and we were like no and we've we kind of like sat on it for a few weeks and then we 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 got a hold of uh, a friend of ours who was a realtor and we were like i think we want to go and look at this and we were like is god going to actually open the door for us literally and and long story short it just every door opened our house our town home sold to the first people that saw it at, within 3 days of it being listed for over our asking price because we had to make a contingent in offer 2011. Mm-hmm. in 2011 no 2014 2014 it was in 14 Still. wow yeah. that yeah. wasn't one norm yeah. yeah no i mean it was it was a total god thing because it was like I mean, I was in Haiti the day before closing, and if I got stuck in Haiti, we wouldn't have had the closing. So everything, liter- and we were like, we surrender this. Like, if this is where we're supposed to be, then then all the doors are going to open, and literally every door opens. So we, uh, you know, whatever it was, six, seven years later, literally got to live in that home and still live in that home that we, when in those attic days, we just drove by mm. and, and it's, it was that like attic. surreal. I mean, it's just, it was, it's really surreal. And it's been a home that's been just such a blessing to us and we've been able to use it to bless others too. So it's a cool story. Mm. <laughs> that, that is that super is, cool. And we fantastic. were like the easiest buyers ever. Okay. So yeah. when we know, we know the first house, we've only looked at three places ever and bought two of the houses. Yeah. You know, it was like we, you know, our, our real it. estate agent at that time was just like, OK, let's do this. Yeah. We right. walked through. It's like Sign one walk through. And, it. Let's yep. go. Yeah. Yeah. That's I fantastic. That is absolutely fantastic. <laughs> Guys, we could talk to you all day. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, it's, I'm going to have it. to eat in about one hour or I'm going to lose it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we'll get you, we'll no, get I'm, you I'm your kidding. food. I'm you got kidding. chicken? I got you guys chicken got chicken. Somewhere. <laughs> so uh, y- you do um, uh, 
fitness, uh, virtual, the, the, the pioneer part of what you do, which I actually don't really know much about and find very fascinating. So when we get off, you're going to have to tell me some more. I will. But uh, you, you, that brings you visually into the homes of people all over the world. Mm. Uh, and so you, we're, we're kind of coming down to the end. So I'd asked you to come up with some idea other than that awesome story about your own real estate. But we like you know, something crazy or fun or maybe just, just kind of surprising that you've seen in homes, around homes, somewhere around real estate. Uh, what's the craziest well, thing? Well, being we've connected all this together already, um, Diana has this story. We were driving here, and I was like, oh, my goodness, that's a crazy story. So yeah. it's one of your clients. And literally, this was today. This yes. was a conversation I had today wow. about um, a client that I saw her today. I haven't seen her for a long time. And she went through transformation with me a year ago. And, uh, you know, she's, she's starting her own business, mother of three. It completely transformed her life. Um, but she's, she's had a lot of crazy challenges. Six months ago, she was having to, to live on friend in friends houses with her three kids was sleeping on couches in, in friends homes because of some, you know, just curveballs life had thrown at her. And today talking to her, I was like, what's going on with the housing? She's like, I own my house now. And it was, and this is six months later. And she said, if I had not gone through this journey, like this physical journey that changed me so much mentally and emotionally a year ago, she's like, I don't think I would have had the strength to get through what I've just gone through in the last six months. But she's like, instead of being on the couch, I literally own my own house like six months later. And I was like, Wow. That like means just, you can do it, friend. Yes, you can, you do, can it. do it. You can do it. <laughs> I love that because it is so true that, you know, whether you think you can yep. or you think you can't, you are right. You're right. Mm. And that's yep. one of my favorite things. And, you know, it it still kind of baffles me to think about Henry Ford and the combustible engine. And I'm not a big history buff or any of that stuff, <laughs> but it's like when I think back to what they did and then how did your mind even know that that was possible? But he was like, it's possible. I know it's possible. And he just made it happen. Well, there was visualization. And then the second thing that's really powerful is who talks to you the most yourself, yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you start feeding yourself with belief Mm-hmm. It's amazing what will happen. Yeah. And I know you haven't been along for that piece of the journey, but that's one thing that I really am strong in the brokerage is we do goal setting a couple of times a year. And I even teach it now with a, a group that we do it with, but it's a whole day of, um, talking about our vision, mm-hmm. talking about what our plans look like, doing a visualization board. And I even do it with my kids. So I have them get out a poster board and I'm like, cut out your stuff and, and put on here what you want. And it's really powerful to just visualize that. And then mine personally is above my mirror. I have, you know, from the simplest thing to I want to win a buckle. That's one of my big things right now is I want to win a buckle in this rodeo mounted shooting world that I'm doing. And, you know, it's and I never rode horses before. So to say that is like you want to win a buckle and you've never rode horses before, which I'm getting into it. Right. But. Beyond that, like, there's jets on there. There's, you know, there's all kinds of things. It's this whole... Well, the other thing, and I think this might have been a little bit more about what Mike was talking about, and then you get on me about this all the time because of my self-deprecating humor. It's affirmations, mm-hmm. right? I think is where you're getting mm-hmm. is, is that helps. I don't get on. I just suggest. Well, that's that... fine. I mean, you know, I, I, I certainly, uh, like a lot of people in life... Don't talk a, to yourself like that. ...a great self-deprecating humor defense mechanism. Yep. And... Um, the uh, 
the affirmations is, and you know, it's it's fake it till you make it. It's walk as if you have faith until faith is given, and your mm-hmm. faith will be given to you. So it, whatever phraseology, that's really what affirmations are in in my mind, and and they are powerful. Uh, and so, um, you know, we probably don't even talk to our clients about that like we should. Like, uh, you know, I, I am, you know, I'm worthy of buying a house. Mm. I can do this. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Or yeah. I am a homeowner. Yeah. You know? like, or, yes. you, or you need to rent first and then, but we're going to get to that. Yeah. yeah. You know, this is a step in my journey to the, the power of homeownership. Yep. We yeah. should probably be coaching some Ooh. of our yeah. people. Like Next that. New marketing. Level. New yeah. marketing. It is. I mean, we it's, got it it's, on this podcast. That's <laughs> right. Like our lives are like it starts in our thoughts our thoughts produce our actions Mm -hmm. our actions produce our habits and our habits create our life so like it's it it all ties back into what every single person that is has all of those reasons why i can't do it i'm to this i'm not this i'm blah 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 it i literally can show you someone who is in that exact same situation that all they did was change their mindset and then they were able to achieve all the things that you think that you Mm, can that's right that's right Guys, we get oh my! This, yeah, is, this has been awesome. It absolutely awesome. has been awesome. I can't thank you enough for making time. I know you mm. guys are so busy, and it just really means a lot that you come. Yeah, absolutely. There's going to be a lot of people who listen to this podcast who are going to be intrigued. They're going to want to know how to get a hold of you guys. So how do they do that? So you can go to hitchfit.com backslash free gift. We got a free gift for you there. So hitchfit.com backslash free gift. All right, excellent. And you've got two local gyms. Mm-hmm. What part of town are they in? We have one in Midtown and then Parkville. Okay, and what are are they called? Hitch Fit. Hitch as Fit well? Gym. Yeah. Hitch Fit Gym mm-hmm. as well. If you are looking for a, a new gym with a real positive environment, so there you go. And you and can find them on all the socials. We have very unique yeah. names that no one else has, so you can <laughs> Google us, and we're on all the socials. Yeah, absolutely. It has been truly a pleasure and an honor to have you here. I can't. I, it's been very exciting. Thank you so very much. Thank you for the book. I will read it. I promise. <laughs> I'm very excited about it. Uh, And that's it, folks. This has been another tremendous episode for Get Real KC. You have been listening to Get Real KC with Eric Jurgensen and Jen Justice. For more information or to contact our hosts, visit us at dreamhomesbygen.com you can find more episodes exploring real estate as it matters to you.